0: We'll <laughs> back to the Blues Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here with Chris.
1: Yo. Uh,
0: back from his uh, exodus. Not exodus, what do you call it? Your uh, week long trip of.
1: It the, felt like, it feels like I've been to hell and back, but i was very say, good. I life.
0: was, uh, I will say, debauchery and fun. Yes. Yeah. Back uh, from. Five
1: days in Las Vegas is yeah. a long time.
0: Oh, so you, you had a good time. I, from, I, was, I was telling my wife, I was like, yeah, Chris is having fun
1: this week. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, It was about... But it was work-related. It was, it was. was. I was there for a work convention. Um, But, you know, even at that, it's still just a lot of stupidity. And it's about 24 to 36 hours more than I can usually do. My max in Vegas is usually about three days. Three days, yeah. And I was there for four days and nights and then a fifth day. Um, And I felt it when I got on the plane. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, The best, which... If Chris, if, you might have it on your Twitter already, but the best picture is Chris with Scott staff with your arms when you're around, uh, with your arms wide open.
1: Scott's poor Scott Stapp. <laughs> that's, um,
0: that's literally the best. First, I when you first sent the pic, I was like, "That's Scott Stapp. And then I didn't like it didn't, it, it didn't click. It didn't click. Then all of a sudden, like I opened it again, and I'm like, "Very," I'm like, "I'm surprised." I'm like, "I'm sure he's probably." Well, oh, he used wanted to, to punch back. all of us. Oh, really? Oh, okay. And this is
1: this is uh, a short story um earlier in the day we were having uh panels uh, about the state of rock music and rock radio and one of the things that we were discussing was uh rock radio's lack of superstars and scott was in the room for some reason of about 400 of us and so i got to the microphone and i said look here's here's the problem with rock radio as i said it's not that there's not superstars it's that you as rock radio turn your back on them once they become superstars and cross over for some reason. I said, no one seemed to care in the 80s when Guns N' Roses went to top 40 with Sweet Child of Mine or all these other bands that were in the 70s with Journey but I said, for some reason, from the 90s on, when a band becomes a pop band, you want to turn your back on them. Uh-huh. I said, you know, you've done it to Nickelback, who just put out a new song, which is a great song, but you don't want to play them because the kids say they suck. Yeah said you did it to Metallica when they when they went mainstream and they actually came back around and now you love them again. I said, I've never seen more people in the world simultaneously turn, on a band like you did with Limp Bizkit when everybody in the world, radio, MTV, kids, everybody everybody was like, all right, at 4.30 on Friday, we're going to say you suck. And then I turned around and went, Scott Stapp knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) And pointed to Scott Stapp. And uh, my boss gave me this look like, this is why we can't take you out in public. (laughs) Because it was the greatest backhanded compliment in the world that you could give to someone. Pretty much. Um, And then we went to dinner and he was there and me and my two – idiot friends wearing hot dog hats convinced him to take a picture where we stood behind him and had our arms oh, wide right open. I would do better. Right, the, and the best text is like, if you told me 15 years ago that I'd be sitting
0: across from Scott's staff eating chicken tenders, uh-huh. I would have called you a liar. And then i all send a picture. Bam. Here's a
1: picture of Scott's eating chicken tenders. The, the weirdest thing about that picture was that – or that dinner was that it was this huge long table and Scott's in the middle of it like Jesus at the Last Supper.
0: That's great. So you had an eventful week. I the, did. The Blues had Oh, I also actually. got to hang out
1: with R. Kelly, and no one got peed on.
0: I did, We'll, have to, we'll have to discuss that after okay. After there. I'm, I love Trapped in the Closet. Don't ask me why. Weird. I know. I get it. You get it. You as you know my musical taste. like yes. That 100% makes sense, I know. So anyway, the Blues had a very eventful week. Yeah, they had a very good week. Guys coming and going, phrasing. Yep. Uh, blues uh, had their winning streak stopped, but still, yes. I think, In that loss, I think there was a lot of fight in that game, which there were. And compared to maybe four or five weeks ago when they lost, when it was just like they turned belly up and just who cared? Yeah, I think it's completely different. And uh, there's there's
1: fighting this team again.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, one of those comments, I think a Tarasenko said, he said that we are now we're playing for each other. Which is great is awesome, but at the same time, like, why now compared
1: to three? I don't you know, know. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very sports thing. I think anytime you have a big shakeup, be it a star traded or a coaching change or, or whatever, anything yeah. massive in the middle of a season, for whatever reason, it, it sends those shock waves through a team. And you have a team like the Blues who had a phenomenal season last year, started off decent this year. And the bottom kind of fell out during the the winter months. During yeah. the ho- it was not a happy holiday season for the St. Yeah. Louis
0: Blues. From December through about half of January. Uh, I'd even go further and say in November. Yeah, I say mid-November.
1: Um, so you know, it it definitely appears that knock on wood the the sh- the ship has been righted, as they say. Yeah, with a ton of injuries, and you know they're they're fighting through it, and that's what you want to see. Yeah. So a lot of. Uh, Crazy uh,
0: things going on. A lot of rumors thrown around right now
1: with different players. So. It's going to be – I think we are in for an interesting week. Yeah, because – And uh, I think something's going to happen. Yeah. I I have a feeling that by the next time you and I and hopefully Ashley sit down to record that Kevin Chattenkirk is is playing for somebody else. Because uh, the Blues, after this, they get their, quote, unquote, vacation. Yeah. They get the five
0: days off yeah. after we were recording on – about right puck drop on a, against the Florida Panthers. Yes, um, so they're off until the following Sunday against Chicago in yep. Chicago. So a lot of people are saying that's probably Chet Kirk's final hurrah. Probably well, more than likely. Um, a lot of a uh,
1: there's a lot of rumors where
0: the Blues are scouts. That's the that's the nightly thing I follow on Twitter. It's like where are Blue Scouts tonight. Like Armstrong was taken in a, a Toronto game, and then the next night, Rob like who's the player personnel director, was taken in. Another Toronto game, and then oh, there's a Boston game, and then yeah. so it seems like the three big ones that we've always talked about. They're still the three big ones, which is yep. Toronto, Boston, and the rain. The Rangers one has kind of been here and there. Like some days yep. they're watching them heavy, other days they don't. So,
1: yep. And then it seems like knows, every once in a while something pops up, like there was a
0: Arizona. Arizona popped up. Good, they made a trade today too. Pittsburgh lost another two defensemen, and
1: that's why the Pittsburgh rumors are going crazy right now. It's because Pittsburgh. Desperately needs, a and they wing. scouted the Blues in Buffalo, yeah, the other night. So that's another
0: like head. Their assistant GM. If
1: that, if the rumor that I hear is true, I think it's a phenomenal trade for both sides.
0: So we'll see. We'll talk about that uh, afterwards. Then we'll go into it. So we'll go into the games to start. So the Blues are hurting like a lot. They basically have a whole Chicago Wolves lineup. Yeah, Barbashev, Augustino, and. Uh, not me out. Pay Harvey, yep. who were the top line in Chicago three, four weeks ago maybe. Correct. And mind you, two or three of those guys were in the top ten of scoring. Yeah. And Barbashev and uh, Augustino left, and in a foreshadowing here, had, got sent back down and still had a 14-point lead. That's insane. After missing five games, which is that is insane. insane. So we're talking about the Detroit game. So the last game at the Joe, burn it to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah.
1: And, this, of course, like, of and course, if we Fox burn it to the a, ground, can we please burn the footage of Scott Eisenman scoring from the blue line? Steve Eisenman, yeah. So, what I did know, I say? It said, Scott, I know you're talking. Oh, yeah. so I didn't mean to correct you, sorry. Sorry. But it, I'm half asleep. I got you.
0: So we're, we'll get into it. So the Blues start off really well again. Ivan Barbashev gets his second uh, career NHL goal from Augustino and Gunnarsson at the 206 mark of the first period. And it was pretty much a back-and-forth game. I think it really was. Allen played really well
1: um again a, a side note is i think one of the things for me aside from the goaltending coming back that i've liked with this team is you're seeing first period goals again mm-hmm. you're seeing the blues open up the scoring which it sh- there seemed to be a two-month stretch where damn if the blues were not always falling behind by at least one or two goals to start a game yeah and once again carter hutton his second straight
0: shutout yep uh foreshadowing obviously um uh, He's had four shutouts in his past six road starts, which is okay. crazy. So, if you have to do that, play him on the road. <laughs> play Whatever it takes, play man. Play home. I don't care. So, Blues hold on. And near the end, the last couple minutes of that game was uh, Close. It was no crazy, better. Yeah, but uh, Jaden Schwartz luckily gets the late empty netter at 1949 unassisted. So, that's his 14th of the year. The Blues, another win, another shutout. Two to nothing. A nice way to close it out in the Joe. Yep. Detroit's not making the playoffs unfortunately i oh, no. unfortunately oh, a year late it too ends, late it ends this year. Uh, they are at the bottom of the east right now um, um so they're they're going to if they have any guys are going to be in sell mode more than likely got a few. not many but got I know a few. i know they had a uh, I think Tatar, yep, I think Abdulkader.
1: I'm sure they could get something for uh, Larkin. They could probably get something. Larkin for. is
0: probably who you should build around if they actually are smart. But, um, but he was on the third line against in the with the lose game, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, they don't want him, i all gladly. You know what put him is is
1: funny to me, and I got you know I'm older than you, but I think you still understand this. Is that was obviously an NBC Sports rivalry game? Yeah, quote unquote rivalry. The well, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Is that the social media boards, like the NHL trash talk boards, and all that, were filled with kids going, "Since when is St. Louis and Detroit a rivalry?" And yeah, I'm like, I, my, I was like, my, and I, I comment, I was like, "My man, you need to go Google Norris Division." Yeah, and then shut up. Yeah, because there was like, a do, growing up as a kid. And I really got into hockey in the early '90s. Mm -hmm. Um, The rivalry, as much as it was Blues Blackhawks, it was more Blues Wings. Yeah, because Detroit was good, and that's the thing is
0: like and went against Detroit.
1: uh, We 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 didn't like the Hawks, but we hated the Wings. Like the defining, like
0: I remember going to school the next day and talking about this. And then everybody that's kinda of like what started, I know when they say started my love of the blues, yep. but I think it, what made it the come become what it has become is uh the shoveleding. Joseph. I was fight, at
1: that game with my dad.
0: Which is like that happened like yeah. at home because it was a it was a home game. I remember yes, it was. Yeah, and uh I just remember watching on KPLR channel mm-hmm. eleven for you uh, younger folks, that's channel eleven, the C W now is what right. it's called. The C dubs. Yes. Um and just Ken Wilson, here comes Sheffield Day, like that line, like that was ingrained in anybody, any uh-huh. kid growing up in the 90s, like yeah. you, me, whoever, that – That was like, a big moment. Yeah, you watch it now, and I still kind of get goosebumps listening, watching that whole thing right. transpire, and it's mayhem. Like guys coming out of the penalty box and fighting. Like, Oh, oh yeah. Man, it was nuts. Like Probert jumping off the bench and going after guys. I mean, stuff like you see it now, people be in uproar about it. There would be – post and people will be asking for their heads of what happened yep. during that game. And that you know what? That was a Blues-Detroit game. That's the way we looked at it. Yeah. We, we it, didn't was look at it, it was hockey. It was hockey, like which is crazy on how it's transcended from that
1: to, to what, what it is now. now so. And look, I mean, there's still names that make me – just want to throw up because of the rivalry, like
0: Sergey Fedorov. Okay. Mine is like the, the enforcers, like Martin Lapointe, uh, Kirk Mulpie, uh-huh. guys like that who are just like Darren Draper. Yeah,
1: you know Carcillo. Uh, Kurt, uh, yeah, and then uh, who else? Uh, yeah, like who's all those the dude guys. in the wheelchair? Konstantinos. Yeah, Vladimir Konstantinov. I, you know those the Red Army days for the Red Wings. God, those were good games against the Blues, and it's 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 sad that you know this new generation of fans. Don't realize that that was a huge rivalry. Yeah, and pretty
0: much right bigger, now. Bigger than then, what
1: Hawks-Blues is now. Now, yeah, because you, when you
0: went to that game, like, it was a big deal to get tickets for that game. Like, you mm-hmm. got tickets to a Blues-Detroit game. That was like what the tickets go for now. Like, if you, yeah. like, when you go to the game, there'd be sections upon sections of, of, Wings, fans. of Wings fans, and you'd be so freaking annoyed. And now, since they've died off, like, you go to the games now, they're still there. I mean, we I went, went to we went, the game. We went to the game. game. We there to the game. A, yeah, there, there was, was a some, good representation. But compared to the past, where would be, like, a whole section. Now I remember... You know, it
1: was crazy back then. I don't remember um, what year it was, but I remember... Uh, A group of my friends went to a Blues-Wings game on a weekend, and it was a day game. And we were leaving the game, and we saw a guy standing on the hood of a car kicking a windshield. Jesus. (laughs) And the cops go running over, and they started yelling at him, and this guy is pointing into the car, tons of expletives. And Essentially what he said was, that dude in the car stole my blues jersey and it was a car full of red wings fans and the the cops pulled their guns on the blues fan on the hood of the car and said sir get off the car or we will get you off the car and he got off and before the cops could do anything that car full of detroit pan, fans put it into drive and got the f out super quick love for this jersey but like that's the type of stuff that would happen at the old arena
0: oh yeah there'd be god I remember going in we'll, before we, we'll move on to the next game in a second but I remember going into the hallway back at the old arena yeah and just be like you just hear people yelling and cussing in this uh, through a cloud of smoke because yeah. you could smoke in the hallway back that's then good. and you walk out there'd be a cloud of smoke and then you just hear like people pu- you see pushing and shoving you see people oh, cussing yeah. each other out I seen, I saw beers dumped on people yep I mean, it it was. You see now where when you leave and people are cussing at Detroit, uh, like Chicago fans or whatever. Sure. Was, that I like. I'm like, psh, like, still funny to me, but at the same time, like, nothing compared to the like pure hatred. And the cops would be there and they'd be like, "Okay, guys, break it up." And they would if it was bad, they would be in there. But if it was just like something simple, they would just be like, "All right, move along, break yeah. it up." They wouldn't care. Like, they're just like,
1: "Yeah, it was let it, it go." It would be nuts. nuts.
0: Yeah, it was awesome though. I mean, it's one of those things where. I remember that stuff like now as we're talking. So, it's good. so unfortunately, that ends. They'll have their new uh, – I think it's the Little Caesars
1: Arena, I Little believe. Caesars Arena. Yeah,
0: their uh, owner died.
1: We talked about that last podcast. I did and ask I a friend tried. of mine from Detroit who was at this convention this weekend if since it's Little Caesars Arena and they're paying to build one, if they're getting a second one for free.
0: Oh. And
1: they said no.
0: No. So, the Blues – and this is a back-to-back game. So, the Blues are in Detroit, yep. fly home to play – Vancouver, who was waiting for Blues, obviously. Correct. So I was kind of like, well, you know, we won the game last night. We'll see how it goes. Uh, this is by the only game where I thought Jake Allen played out of the okay. Recent, okay, he had a couple games. He had a couple of string of games where I'm like, ooh, that was it, was it was okay. But he had his moments. But he still held it in there. So let's get. I into figured
1: it. you know you're playing back to back. You had to travel.
0: Yeah, it wasn't
1: it was- the Blues' best game,
0: but. They you held the on, which done. is something in the past that they would have blew this game yes. like, you know, a couple months they ago. Yes, absolutely. So it started off in the first period, another early goal at the 430 mark. Another call-up. Magnus Piarvi gets his third of the year from Shattenkirk and Barbashev.
1: It is amazing to me how good these fringe players under Hitchcock are playing now that they're getting the chance. You look at Piarvi. Mm-hmm. You look at what Yakupov has done when he was given the opportunity to play. Yeah. And some of these guys who... You know, we're we're healthy scratches a lot are showing what they can do when they're given playing time.
0: Yeah, they said uh, they gave a lot of credit to the Chicago Wolves coach, Craig Brube, who's uh, they said it's basically the same system. You come up here and you're playing the same exact thing. Which so is
1: important. Which is just important. Which it's is hugely just important. Lot,
0: yeah, which I think is one of the reasons why they're being successful. They're just really being plugged in. Obviously, the competition is higher, but you're doing the same mechanical thing. Yes. Like same system over and over. So you know where to be, you know where to go, you know where to be at a, on a playoff No, Lulongo tonight, huh? Yeah, uh, Reimer is in tonight. So they had, he was first off this morning. Uh Longo, I think, had a pull of groin or something like that last. Uh, so he was, like, day-to-day last got time it. I checked. So who's going to be the last time you can see Jarmi uh, Yager, too? Who knows if he plays another year? I think he's got 45. a 40, forty He's 45. He's the that? ageless wonder. It's crazy. Imagine if he didn't have those, what, three or four years in KHL. Like, he would be – I think he'd be darn close to catching Gretzky.
1: I agree. Darn I, close. I 100% agree. Just
0: passed 1,900 points a last a couple games ago. So Yes. Perry gets this one off a shot from Shattenkirk that was kind of planned wide, yeah. And he kind of threw it and banked it off of a uh, Markstrom who was in goal. They had their backup in yep. as well, and uh, we'll take it. So blows up one nothing. Unfortunately, can't hold it at the ten fifteen mark. Bo Horvat gets his eighteenth. That's the uh, their leading goal scorer from Tramicken. Sure. Yes. Um, this is uh, you see, I tried to defend the guy a lot. J. Yeah. Bo Meister, who just like threw it. Right up the, up the middle. We could have banked it off the board. It was a bad it. clear. It was a bad clear. Uh, he was playing well, and I literally defended him to somebody on my text. And then as I hit send, that happened. Oh. So I was like, okay. And then Harvat roofed it, and Allen was, really didn't have much of a chance. No, often, so no I, he really didn't. But uh, Blues get it back right before the end of the period, which is another thing that keeps happening. They either Timely respond goals. or they're getting one at the end of a period. Yuri Letera gets his sixth of the year from Tarasenko. Yuri Letera gets his sixth of the year from Tarasenko, and Pareko at the seventeen seventeen mark. So this is a it was a uh, shot in front that uh, hit one of the uh, Vancouver players and bounced right to Letera, and he's able just to lift it up just above the pad of Markstrom. So he's been to the net a lot more. I don't know if that's just where the system has been designed now or if he's starting to go to the net more. I think he's it's had probably two, a
1: combination of both.
0: He's Because uh, he's had like two goals in the last like probably like four or five games, yeah. and they've both been similar to that where he's in front of the net and either tipped it or lifted above a like an easy rebound shot. Yes. So we'll take he it. He had that
1: one that he just pushed past the far back of the goal yeah. each, a week ago too.
0: Yeah. And then uh, so the Blues get into the second period and this goal where it, the Blues just once again another one they couldn't clear it, and it was super frustrating um and then the sent then uh, Danielson you made a hell of a pass to Henderson oh, between his legs and Allen you want to you know, hate I, those guys yeah. and then they do things like that and it's just amazing yeah Vancouver's like one of those fringe teams where they have a chance to make the playoffs so they don't know if they should be sellers or buyers but supposedly they are looking at selling off a lot of guys Uh
1: yeah that um, was
0: them I would sell off just
1: the top of that list being one uh, Ryan Miller
0: yeah he is a no trade so who knows if they'll he'll let it go but. I think the goalie market is kind of thin this year, honestly. If you look outside, maybe Dallas and stuff like that, but Dallas is really kind of on the outside looking into It looks like players. Dallas is
1: going to ch- be gigantic sellers, too. Yeah. I've heard that uh, sharp, sharp for that. the Sharps out there, I've heard Oduya's Oduya. out there, uh, a couple other big names.
0: Yeah, so, uh, Patrick Eves, I think, was the yep. other big one because he had a lot of goals. He's like 20 goals already, which is nuts. So Sendin gets his 12th from – Henrik Sendin gets his 12th from Daniel Sundin and uh, Granlund. At the 827 mark, so the, at the second period. So going into the third, we're tied. Yep. But luckily, at the end of the period, uh, Vladimir Teresenko draws a penalty. Mm-hmm. So the Blues are on the power play, going into the third, and Vladimir Teresenko gets a goal. So one of the normal. Just walked it in. Yeah, just walks it in and just fire Like this, it, you know, we see it a lot, so we kind of don't get it maybe appreciated as much mm-hmm. as you can. But this guy has such a freaking wrist shot that's so lethal and accurate and. Fast. Fast. And the quick release, like, I guess sometimes you just don't appreciate it as much as maybe you should, I guess. I don't know how to put that. But I it was, would
1: say, it, it with all due respect to people like... Um, you know, Ovechkin or something like that? Yeah. And, and even, you know, blues players like Demetri in the past. I don't think we've seen someone with this quick of a release and this deadly of a shot since Brett Hall. Yeah. The, and and Brett Hall's snapshot. Yeah, because it's... Uh, all of a sudden, he's like there off
0: his stick in his top corner, which yeah. is amazing. So he hits his 27th of the year on a power play from Shattenkirk and Steen. Shattenkirk racking up the points, man. So I mean, he's he's making himself yep he's making himself that a uh, attractive UFA. So the Blues are supposedly asking for a prospect and first round pick, is what the rumors going around is interesting. Okay. So that's the rumor, at least. Who knows? Uh, then The Blues luckily get another kind of bank shot, another one where uh, Steen. On a power play, but kind of takes a shot and it just throws it towards the net, hits off uh, somebody in front and goes between the legs of Markstrom. So Steen gets his 12th of the year from Chattenkirk at the five minute mark, and another power play goal. Blues at the Blues are four two. You're like, okay, looking good, but unfortunately Brandon Sutter gets his 15th from Edler and Stetcher at the 6:49 mark, and then once again another hectic finish. Where they hold on, they uh, Blues hold on. They get empty the netter, but they held on. So four to three. Make that s- uh, seven in a row, correct? Seven, six six. Six, in a- six in a row. So they're going six for in seven. Row for the blues. Six in a row. They're going for seven on Saturday against the Sabres in Buffalo, a noontime game.
1: Or 10 a.m. if you're me in Vegas. Yeah, I was like, ooh, 10 a.m. That must be nice. That was you, at Bloody Mary. It was weird. Kind of weird, kind of awesome. But yeah, Bloody Mary in hand, yeah. sitting in the sports book, watching the Blues uh, while I'm having a Bloody Mary and waffles.
0: Nice. I think I saw a picture of your. That's why I said that. Anyway. Bloody Mary
1: with a hamburger on top. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, once again, we t-
0: just talked about it. Vladimir Tarasenko. This is off a delayed penalty that the yeah. Blues drew in the first shift. Tarasenko gets it from Schwartz and just snaps a shot past uh, Leonard, who is in goal. Uh, for he gets that from his 28th year from Schwartz and Edmondson at the 131 mark. Like we talked about, early goals. Yep, He'll and that's him. something
1: that have seemed to have eluded the Blues a lot. Uh, this year, especially when, when things were going as bad as they were the last few months. Yeah, and then uh, Jack Eichel's really good. Oh, Jack Eichel's all kinds of good. So he he walked – right before this play,
0: he walked Bomeister. Yeah, and got a really good scoring opportunity, but um, Al was up to task. Then he walks Edmondson and gets this pass to Nicholas Baptiste, who gets his third of the year from Eichel and Kane, the 934 mark same exact move inside yeah. outside goes our outside inside goes the inside get perfect pass to Baptiste who's cutting across the middle and tough play for Allen yeah a lot of speed there so tough for him to get it there so one-to-one going So Tereschenko's
1: fighting someone right now Uh oh hopefully I uh, can't see I mean not like full-on drop the gloves but pushing and shoving yeah like, like aggressively get like get off me yeah get off me bro yeah.
0: So the Blues, uh, speaking of bros, Evander Kane scores his uh, 20th of the year. Not bro like racist. that. No, I didn't mean bro like that, but bro as in like I have the like stack of money. Right. You know, like bros and dude bro, not bro like that. Okay. So rewind. Edit. Hey, Evander Kane scored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Bogoy's and then Baptiste at the 1158 mark. Hey, you say something, you're like, oh, Crap. Uh, like, uh, I should
1: have rethought that. Yeah, that's right. I mean, anyway, <laughs> I knew what you meant. Gotcha. Yes, yeah.
0: he is a dude, bro. Yeah. So, um, Ryan O'Reilly gets his 13th not year on the Yes, correct. From Ristolainen and Acaposo at the 192928 28 mark. How <laughs> so far has that dude's killer. stock
1: fallen the last
0: three years? And after signing that huge deal, he's like, just like, a... he was the future in Winnipeg. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh Kane! Sorry, Kane. Kane. I'm sorry. Oh, rewind. Rewind. Sorry. Yeah. Well, Atlanta slash Winnipeg, and yep. then just twenty goals is not bad, I guess. But I think it's just like you're not. He's not considered one of the elite guys because of the whole no. attitude. And well,
1: and these goals are coming now after a really long quiet spell. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's now twenty goals under the radar. Yeah, which is I didn't know you guys had that many until
0: they showed that. I think yeah. I was like, oh wow, he's scoring some goals this year. Hells being line with Jack Eichel
1: when we we're wrong. Oh my God, but that guy! You know what's funny is like it, he kind of gets under the radar if now it, too. Well, to if it wasn't for Connor McDavid, he would be talked about a lot more. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, I remember my I have good friends who are either live in Buffalo and or are just from there and big Sabres fans, and I remember they were going nuts because they thought they were going to win the Connor McDavid Bowl. Because they finished last that year. And then, you know, Edmonton won it. I'm not saying it was fixed, but I think it was fixed. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, they get Jack Eichel. And, you know, Buffalo starts trying to sell their fan base on Jack Eichel. And a buddy of mine who's a legitimate huge hockey fan and lives in Buffalo goes, you know, the sad thing is this kid is really good. damn good. He's like, it just sucks because to everyone in Buffalo, He's not, not Connor, Connor McDavid. Which sucks. Now they, now they get it, and now they love him to death, but as that, they but should.
0: Rookie year is kind of yeah. rough welcome, I guess.
1: yeah. Um, but oh, my God. Jack Eichel is insane good.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Blues did get, there's a couple of firsts for this whole game for yep. the Blues. So they get their first uh, shorthanded goal on a nice move by uh, Scottie Scotty Upshaw. Scotty Upshaw. Six yeah. Six unassisted at the 1503 mark. And unfortunately, that's the closest the Blues Hashtag get. Hashtag hope goal. It was. I even I almost said it, but I was like, you know what? They're playing better, so I'm not going to say anything. But I thought they had it they, until, at the uh, end. They, at the uh, end, there, thing, go broke a stick. Y'all, God, how many times a two hundred dollar stick breaks? It's, I know. it's it's amazing to me. So they had a furious rally at the end and
1: nearly had a goal. They had I thought a, they did. Yeah. So I, I, when we got the penalty and had when we had it basically a six on four. Yeah. I we, we were peppering them. I really thought we were getting one.
0: Yeah, but then right when we had a prime spot, two sticks, it snaps right in half, yeah. and that killed it pretty much. Hey,
1: look, you know, but all, all streaks come to an end. Unfortunately, three of them came to an end in this game. We broke our six-game win streak, yep. five-game road win streak, and nine in a row against Buffalo. Yeah, they wound up
0: sweeping the their road trip, their five-game road trip, which is the long— Insane! This, which is the first time in franchise history it's happened— so, under uh, Mike Yo, they're now 7-2, and two, which yep. is not bad at all.
1: Those losses being to Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Not
0: Buffalo. So, uh, Pittsburgh one was not a good loss, but the Buffalo one was a close one. Yep. I saw some people kind of complaining about it. It's like, oh, you lost to Buffalo, but it's like.
1: Buffalo's not also, terrible. But you, but
0: you also beat a ton of teams yeah. on the way there. So, got to rack up these wins because technically the Blues – of all the teams that are eligible, not eligible, but have a good chance of making the playoffs, they have the easiest schedule. Schedule. Technically, if, if you those look guys at them left. right now,
1: I believe we're the only playoff if the te- playoffs ready today. I believe we're the only team with a negative yeah. goal differential.
0: Correct. We have negative two, I think. Yes. They can contribute to how many of those games we got blown to FIO, well January you know,
1: or, was score five against the Blues Month. Yeah, so that was one of the
0: deals. So, the other couple first uh, – so, one thing, Kyle Rodziak was back two weeks early. So, Wade Megan got sent back down, which yep. is okay. He played well when he was up here. He did fine. Played good on the fourth line. So, Rodziak comes back in the help on the faceoff off circle because they were killed.
1: You could tell, especially when Stasny went out. Yeah, was a big one. That this team needed help on the faceoff, uh,
0: off Not the pick on him because he wasn't the only person. But, unfortunately, with Uri Letera being the top center on there, yeah. he went uh, five for 22 this game. Yeah. Which is not a good percentage. So not that's not much better from Berglund, who was barely 50% and a couple other people who were um uh, yeah 50%. So this guy that's one thing is maybe they you missed some people complain about Stasny but it's something that you definitely need. The other uh, first, I don't know
1: how anyone could complain about Stasny the money it's the Well, money okay, fine, but look at what he's done as far as playmaking.
0: I like him, so whatever you want to say. The the one I was going to bring up is the other first, which is only this is only the fourth time it's been called since it's been input as a go, as a uh, play. Jake Allen got called for delaying the game by playing the puck in the uh, what was that trapezoid trapezoid, yep. which is as is the only the fourth time it's been called since the uh, that has been instated as a rule, and it was man that was about as close as you can get. If you saw the replay, it was I thought it looked like on the line to me. Yeah. So we're recording right now, and the Blues. Uh, are playing Florida and it is
1: uh, eleven minutes left in the first. The Blues are threatening, but it is still zero zero right now. Okay, and then the they Blues get are zero for one on the power
0: play, and they're going for. A, they're on their big five day break after this, and they come back in Chicago in the twenty sixth, and they wrap up the month against the Edmonton Oilers at home. Mm-hmm. So the other thing, we'll welcome back Mister Ty Ratty, Yeah, the prodigal who,
1: son returns. So he was
0: sent down by Carolina, put on waivers technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Blues since he was already on the team, have the luxury, if they pick him up, and I guess nobody else claims when we get him, we can automatically assign him to the minors without having to go through waivers or anything. So that's basically what the Blues did, which that's fine with me. I'm
1: fine with that. Because
0: I like the way that Payar and all of them playing, so just put him down there and then gives them an extra weapon down there because, like I said, I like Tyratty as a minor leaguer, but I just don't think he's an NHL caliber dude.
1: No, I don't. Unfortunately, because
0: um, people were a really super upset member when we lost him. Yeah. And then he went on to have two assists in five games played, and he sat seven. Yeah, A six, excuse me. You know, the one thing that,
1: that bums me out about this turn of events this last month was um, Ty Ratty was always widely considered one of our top prospects. Mm-hmm. And I think after this month with him – being a failed experiment for a team, like the Carolina Hurricanes, where you—if you're a top prospect for the St. Louis Blues, you should be able to crack the the top twelve for the Carolina Hurricanes.
0: Yeah, which is not
1: good. If you can't, and he didn't do it. Yeah. Um, I think that this really hurts his trade value for us.
0: Yeah. So I think at the end of the year, I just you're not going to see him back with the Blues. I think he'll probably go unrestricted. Probably get a two way deal somewhere, or he'll wind up in um, I overseas, agree overseas, overseas, unfortunately. So I agree with you. We'll see what happens. I think he'll
1: end up in the AHL somewhere. Somewhere, he'll get a two way deal with somebody. Someone's gonna want to take it, they'll
0: take a two way deal with somebody, I'm sure. Uh, so, also, Stas, we talked about Stasny. He's back against the Florida Panthers for one game before the break, so he's feeling good enough. So, I mean, he must, they didn't say what officially he had, but I'm guessing groin strain.
1: That's what it looked like. That's
0: what it looked like. like to me. So, like I said, the Blues got a couple games coming up, but they get the nice long break, and uh, so we'll have a little stuff to talk about next week. But who knows? The Blues make a move or something else.
1: I, I think that moves come,
0: but we'll see what happens. Uh,
1: oh, uh, the Blues are now losing one nothing on a goal that I have no idea how it went in.
0: Mm, okay, well, not good. So down, Blues down one nothing. So unfortunately, on that turn of events, we'll talk about something
1: that uh going
0: on with actually us with the uh, by us I mean the podcast.
1: I don't know who scored that goal, but there's a lot of vowels in his name. <laughs> Barkov, Huberdeau, no. How did that go in? Mm, I it don't know. is stick side. I don't know if he just didn't hug the post. Well, we'll see what happens.
0: So one nothing early. Uh, so the one thing that we uh, we alluded to, but we'll make it official. Now, unfortunately, Ashley's not here, so we have a formed a partnership with the Glass Bangers Tea. Yeah, is really uh, cool. Uh, t-shirts. They're basically a bunch of hockey shirts. Yep. Like, they do some old school shirts. They do some shirts from like movies, like um, Goon. Like those, yeah. they have that. Um, they had some Star Wars themed shirts, yep. which I'm sure it's you'll all be hockey thing. All yeah. hockey. They're all hockey themed at the end of the day. Um, they did a Blues one recently. Yep. So that was very cool. That's kind of one of the reasons why we kind of reached out to them, and they kind of talked. We talked about some stuff. So basically, we're gonna have a contest, maybe weekly, bi-weekly but you'll just watch our twitter and facebook's and uh the see how to win. So we're going to be giving away t-shirts with them through them. Uh and it's going to be any t-shirt you want. Yep. Not just a blues one. Uh so if things go well with them and everybody likes what uh, what their product and what we're doing here, they'll we might have a shirt of our own eventually. Yeah. Which would be awesome, but we'll just right now we're just going to give away some shirts and see how things go and uh and, uh, yeah, we're just we're kind of excited about it. So, Oh, it's
1: really cool. It's, you know, uh, number one, thank you to, the, to Glassbangers for partnering with us. It's, it's always awesome when you're able to find uh, a sponsor who believes in what you do. Uh, and it's even better when you have a company like this that, you know, is in the hockey business. You know, obviously they're making T-shirts, but they're hockey fans. And we're hockey fans as well. So, you know, you can go anywhere nowadays and get a cool shirt. Uh, and you can go a lot of places and get a hockey shirt, but it's kind of cool when you can find a company like this that can merge pop culture events and hockey and, and put out some good stuff. So yeah, a I, I highly suggest too. even while you're uh, while you're waiting to see what our contest is going to be, perhaps go and scope them out online and get an idea of what shirt you want.
0: Yep. So right now, I go to glassbangers dot com and check out their huge selection of t shirts they have. So the first contest we're going to have is pretty, really simple at the end of the day. Okay. If you look at our Twitter, there's going to be a tweet that's going to be out there. I'll pin it to the top of our, uh, the at Blues Hockey NHL, the official podcast thing. Chris will put it out there. Ashley will put it out there yep. as well. Basically, follow Glassbangers, follow us, retweet. It's going to have, and just at the end of the day, we're going to I will put an end date on it. And we'll pick a winner from there. We'll put everybody's in a hat. And go from there. So as long as you're following both us and Glass Bangers, and retweet the tweet that has all the information for the contest on it, you're yeah, eligible nice. to win. So
1: second prize is you can buy me pizza. Um, not me, unfortunately. Right. Uh, pizza. You can buy Jason some steamed broccoli.
0: Steamed broccoli and chicken, or now fish apparently is oh, what I can have. And look at you.
1: Yeah, I know. Look Just you like know. the pets at Sea World. <laughs>
0: Correct. So uh, let's see. We'll just wrap it up there then, and then we'll get back to. We'll get me. Maybe when you start watching the game officially, we'll Correct. start winning. So if you want to find us on Twitter, we just talked about at BluesHockeyNHL. Chris is at,
1: at Hossapalooza.
0: Ashley is at, at Ashley Ryan. Also, find us on Facebook. Look up Blues Hockey Podcast on Facebook. Like us there. Thank you to everybody who liked us. We officially passed 1,000 likes.
1: Yeah!
0: So that was fantastic. Uh, So we really appreciate that. So we'll uh, also put the contest out on Facebook to link to our Twitter on that one. And then also, where am I looking at here? And the website, blueshockeypodcast.net. And if you want to email us about some fun stuff, you got any questions about the contest, questions about glass bangers or us or whatever you feel like asking us, uh blues hockey podcast at gmail dot com. And I think that's everything I got. I
1: think that does it.
0: No you know, nothing of fa- fancy a stuff. Five
1: day break after this game. Yeah,
0: five day break.
1: I know I personally need a five day break here. Chris
0: is uh hurting. not for a... No, not hurting uh, for a squirting. No. And <laughs> I'm
1: I'm I'm hurting for some R and R that's for sure.
0: So um on uh, next weekend or next week when we record, we're going to have a guest.
1: Yes, we're not going to tell you who that guest is yet.
0: Yes, because yes, because we want to keep it a surprise. Uh, but yeah, so because we we'll have that person to talk about some of the stuff they're doing. Yep, pretty much because next week is a little bit light, obviously light because of our five day break.
1: If you have questions, please help us fill in our show. I'll this would out, be the week.
0: I'll put it out on uh, Twitter Put a couple of things so we can fill things out. So all three of us should be back here next week, barring any kind of knock on wood, illness, dismemberment, or... I think I'm
1: good for a change.
0: Yeah, or anything. I think Chris is on the uh I've,
1: I've already had the flu. Yeah, the I flu. Just got, I just got back from Vegas. I think I'm square for a few weeks.
0: Yeah, so hopefully you'll be good. You know, I'm I'm in, I'm just be tired lately. That's about it. So anyway... That's about it. So we will catch you guys soon. Thanks again to GlassBangers. So retweet that and uh, win yourself a shirt.
1: See you guys soon.